Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Over the last decades, the way in which we consume coffee has changed dramatically in Ireland, to say the very least. The lazy method of milk and a sugar are replaced now by your cappuccino and your mochaccino. I'm sure I don't know what's going on now. But more coffee does not necessarily mean health, right? Consumption can differ internationally and the importation of different coffee cultures has changed the way Irish people consume coffee. Here to talk about it is somebody who knows more about it than anybody I know. It's Stephen Daly, coffee fiend, coffee vlogger, the presenter on Today FM. Stephen, thank you so much for Jonathan, coming in. Thanks a lot, Tay, for having me. Oh, oh he's straight in. Jokes. Straight in with the dad joke. <laughs> Fun to start things off. Stephen, what has happened in this country I in connection to coffee? It's a great question, right? So I, I think this is, it's many fold. So I'm sure, like me, you remember the days of Maxwell House and, you know, to be the jar of instant I'm coffee. I'm still in those days. Are you still in those days? <laughs> I know, like, my, my parents would have just the Maxwell House, none of the fancy stuff for them. I suppose kind of over, particularly over the last decade, I suppose coffee's become a thing. And I think it was something we always saw on very glamorous shows, like mm-hmm. from, you know, Australia and from the States and obviously Friends at Central Park. Yeah. And this idea of going for a coffee is not something we really did in Ireland because we would rather go for a pint, let's be honest. But I think, you know, kind of over the last couple of years, we've seen a bit of a cultural shift in our kind of coffee consumption. Like tea was the main thing we had and then pints. But the influence of kind of global coffee chains has kind of made that something that people wanted to be part of. You know, it was kind of trendy almost to go and get your Starbucks mm. or your Costa or your Insomnia. It was an accessory. Yeah, and you were getting a picture and a selfie and, you know, then I suppose it grew from there then into... Is that being, it? Is, is that not the taste at all? that You think you so, would put the cultural and fashion side of I this ahead so. of the yeah, taste? initially. Now, so I suppose then purists like myself got on board and you can see the rise in kind of, you know, bespoke and, you know, one-off mm. independent coffee shops, which, as we know, do better coffee. Let's be honest yes. here. I mean, the way I describe it to people is, you know, if you're going to Starbucks, you're generally getting something that has, you know, you've got coffee, but it's generally got a load of cream, a load of sugar, a load of sweetener, a load of syrup or something in it. So you're not really drinking it for the coffee. Mm-hmm. Whereas I just like a black Americano so I just take it like you know straight up as, as it comes maybe an espresso so you're getting more of the coffee experience there so it, it, I think it is a cultural thing where you even see teenagers who have no idea about the stresses and why we adults drink coffee get going and I, I'm going to get a Starbucks because they've seen it in, in pop culture so much so there's definitely been a cultural shift towards it as well and then I suppose the economic prosperity I suppose which is a very you know, grand way of saying we've all had a few more bob over the past couple of decades to spend on things like fancy coffees and fancy grinders and fancy beans and fancy cups to be drinking them out of. For sure. So I think it's it's definitely seen kind of what's happened. So that coupled with the kind of coffee trends we were seeing coming across from across the, the world. And then I think as well, there's the, the kind of stimulative benefit of it as well. We're all living such busy mm. lives. See, I think this is integral. I think this yeah. is integral to it. I think that, yes, everything you've said here is... 100% accurate. I don't know about you, Jarlath, but I find until I've had two coffees, I'm kind of not as sharp as I would like to be first thing in the morning, even after an eight hour sleep. But you know, but you know Stephen, I think that some of that is the placebo effect yes, of this so, liquid. Yeah, that yeah. I'd imagine that if you were drinking lemon water in the morning to the same extent, you would Maybe feel the same way. we need way. to lock ourselves in here in the studio <laughs> <laughs> and just drink lemon water for a couple of weeks. Italy is obviously the home of you know, this fashion trend, as you say, to start with and and of, you know, some of the some of what we know as the cultural yes, norms yes, surrounding yeah. coffee. coffee. Italy is one of the first places you do think of when you think of coffee, but they tend to drink espresso in quite small 
shots, one or two shots as it goes. And they generally drink it. And this caught me so many times. And if anybody's heading on holidays to Italy, be aware of this as well. They generally drink it standing up at a cafe bar. Mm. If you want to take your Americano or your espresso to sit down, particularly say you're in Venice and you're on Piazza San Marco, it's going to cost you a lot more to sit down and do it. So do like the locals do and drink it standing up at the bar. The other thing you need to know about Italy as well is it is so not okay to order a cappuccino after lunchtime. Like oh, really? they will do it, but they will give you some funny looks because yes. they just do, do not do so cappuccino. This is why I brought it yeah. up. Are we getting it all wrong? You're telling me yeah. that yeah. that there's actually a morning coffee, an afternoon coffee and yeah, an evening coffee. Definitely. So they will do like a milky cappuccino up until noon and then after that it's just a no-no. They just okay. don't do it at all. And right. like I, I've, I've It's friends. tomato sauce on a pasta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I, I've friends who are, you know, from various different countries who are married to Italians and when they go home to visit the in-laws or whatever else, the, their partners get teased about their other halves of like having a cappuccino later on in the day because it's just not what they do there. So it's okay. totally bizarre. So if you want to fit in, there you go. read a text out to you here Please that's do. just come in. This is nonsense. There is no oceans. Tell us what you really think about going for coffee. We're going for coffee in the late 80s. Brambles and Abbey Great Street in Galway. I'm sure people were going for coffee long before that. It's a fair point, Texter, that I can remember being with me ma and her having the coffee. But yeah. the culture that we've seen spring up where a, a gym clothes brand yeah. can include the name coffee yeah. in the brand name. For sure. And that will signpost people to this is a... Is that part of this though, Stephen? Yeah. That a lot of coaches will encourage you to drink coffee so, yeah, to help your training. you'll see a bit of it as well and you'll see it in particular sorts of diets where you, maybe you're limiting carbs, maybe you're limiting something else and obviously you should be dieting in conjunction you know, with consulting your doctor and whatever else. We're not trying to say that anyone should yep. be doing it. But part of what you can have is black coffee. That's what they encourage, it's, yeah. it's good for the metabolism and it's good for a couple of things. And I mean, obviously, everything in moderation. I mean, I, I know a guy I was telling you off air who drinks 18 cups of coffee a 18. day. Which can be in excess. Now, is, like it, is, it a, is that a jug? Like, is, it, is that literally he's got the jug on the go the whole he day? He do. I honestly you don't know. You said you were four yeah, in four, right now. Four to six, depending on the day. Um, I'm on today FM later on, so it'll definitely be six by the time I'm finished <laughs> you later. consulted a doctor? I know, right. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's it, My GP's signed off. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, where does Ireland sit, though, in terms of, like, is there a chart of consumption? Because I'm starting to feel like Ireland is... A, a little bit ahead of other countries in terms of the amount that it's consumed. I definitely think so. I think when you think about coffee, you think America, you think Italy, you think Australia, which has a big coffee mm, culture. And big. I don't think we're too far behind that now as, as a nation. So you don't have the figures. I don't have the figures, but, but the w- we're, we're generally yeah. up there. And just because everyone is talking about it. And, you know, I chat to people who own independent coffee shops around Ireland and they've never seen a demand like they have before with people kind of popping in for a couple of coffees a day or, you know, people working from home. They've invested in and have friends going, what kind of machine should I get now to be able to make decent coffee at home? Or Wouldn't you think, though, that the price of it would go down? With such a level of so. popularity. You would think but so. But here we are, paying way above what we yeah. were paying two years ago for and coffee. Is that Brexit, mate? Or there's is a little that... bit of Brexit in it. Yeah, a little bit of Brexit. But I think it's just the kind of rising cost of everything across the world. There is such a, a massive markup on coffee as well. But I've found that by, you know, kind of doing my research online and going to roasteries and, you know, independent coffee chains and buying some beans myself, grinding them at home and making a coffee, that I'm able to get, you know, a bag of beans for... 20 quid that will do me for you know a couple of weeks mm. as opposed to buying so, you know, so home is the way to yeah, go home is the way to so go so the vlog that you make is yeah. that the centre of it how to do this at home 
and yeah, essentially so, put these coffee shops yeah, out of business. Well, well there you go. <laughs> but, um, so generally what will happen is places will send me beans to try or I'll pick something interesting up. So I was in London last week and I popped into a chain that I'd never heard of before um, called Gentleman Baristas, which is kind of all over London. And I picked up a few coffees that I never tried. So what I'll do on my vlog is, as well as showing how to kind of brew them and some of the equipment, kind of giving you tasting notes of kind of what to expect when you drink them. Yeah, very mm. interesting. So, so I'm wondering... Oh, well, first of all, we've got text flying in again. More bed bugs chat is happening. It's <laughs> not related to coffee. But somebody here says know. they got bed bugs in Canada and was an absolute pain. Fumigation, clothes laundered, managed to clear them before coming home. Or so Stefan says. If you know Stefan, keep an eye on him. Uh, repeated my leaving cert in 1991. Mitched most of the year. <laughs> this is the real stuff that you text into to, to uh, News Talk. Spending it in the wilds of the cafe, in the wilds cafe in Finglas, drinking black coffee. Peter in Lark Hill. And I'd say you don't regret a minute of it because, Jesus, what happens in coffee shops like this is yeah. why I think that Irish people are drinking more of it is because... It encourages conversation. Definitely. What, I think right here. what you're seeing as well is that particularly younger people aren't maybe going out in as much as uh, numbers as they did maybe when we were younger. I'm putting us in the same age bracket there, Jarlath, you know, maybe being yeah. generous, maybe being yeah. generous. Thank you. But, um, you know, w- when we would go out, generally it was cheaper to have a night out. You're seeing now that young people aren't going out as much or are going out far later or whatever else or looking for other things to do around having, you know, socialisation, but without alcohol. And that's leading them then towards this, you know, almost Friends-esque style situation where they're going into their local coffee shop and having a couple of cuffs. Look, I am a, a very compulsive man. Anyone who's been following my running journey will know about this, that I went from couch to London Marathon in the space of two years. I'm wondering if I do go down this route is this just another thing that my wife is going to turn to me in two years' time and go, when are you going to get this coffee thing out of your system? You'll have put it away. You'll have the machine bought. You know, you'll spend a grand on it and you'll be putting it under the stairs with the runners and <laughs> yeah. the singlet and all the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a, it is a bit of a, a black hole definitely, of spending. Yeah, definitely. And the more you how, get into it. How much do you think you've invested? So, I mean, at the start of lockdown, I think, you know, where That's a lot of, where everyone's problems started. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'd always been a coffee drinker before that. But, it, you know, we all had time. We all had money over lockdown to kind of sit down and indulge these things. Mm-hmm. So start I bought, I bought yeah. a, a really good machine, you know, the guts of a grand machine. Okay. Because I wanted to be able to make, you know... The good stuff. The good stuff at home. So then I spent a lot of time researching the machine. So that was, you know, nearly a grand in the hole. And then I would probably spend, you know... 100 to 150 quid on beans a month. So, you know, you're up there. You're up there. Yeah, but, but you're probably not even up there, are you? There's in, probably people spending an awful this lot is it. More. And especially if you're going out and spending, you know, four quid, you know, a, a cup of coffee. <laughs> people are really taking issue with me saying that this is a new thing. I know, right? Text coming in. Coffee was available in hotels in Kilkenny in the early 80s. But was it any good, though? I'm not saying coffee didn't <laughs> exist until 10 years ago. Now there's an espresso machine in every barber's. This is a good point. That literally hotels was where you went to go yes, to get coffee. Yeah. That's the point they're making. And now there is an espresso machine in every everywhere it's true and obviously like you know we talked about it there was loads of places you could get coffee but it wasn't very good Mm. do you know what I mean Mm. well is the is the one with the pod is that really as bad as you mentioned Maxwell House it's not as bad but it's just not as fresh and not as good either like when you if you get into getting good beans and your wife would probably kill me for putting you onto this (laughs) get into good beans from a good you know roastery and grind them in the right way brew them in the right way and taste it you'll never go back to your George Clooney coffees I just don't know if I've got the time Stephen that's the other thing I'm time poor (laughs) Stephen Daly presenter of Today FM and of course get his blog there uh, on Instagram Uh, a connoisseur of 
fine coffee, a coffee fiend. The finer things, Jonathan. Stephen, thank you so, so much thank for you. doing this. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Energlaze on News Talk.